HBO creates a documentary all about the metaverse. The FCC finds Charter and LTD broadband. Is it enough? Probably not. Microsoft is speeding up Xbox boot times. You'll be surprised to hear how. Netflix cuts Apple out of the middle. Original Apple One expected to fetch $500,000 at auction, but will it boot? How much does energy saving mode on TVs really save? The answer will surprise you. All that and more on the Brewhouse Midweek Tech Roundup. All right, so the first story I got here is all about the metaverse. Now, it could be said that I am not a fan of the metaverse. Anytime that um, you have digital property that can be bought and sold and generated out of thin air and added more and everything else seems like a gimmick to me. However, over the last couple of years, people have been using the metaverse, uh, virtual reality, things like that, um, to be with people when they, when they were at stuck at home, basically for the people that did that. So when it could be argued that the metaverse is a real thing, but when I came across this, uh, preview for a movie for the metaverse, let's just say I was shocked. And, uh, I want to, play the trailer for you and then we'll kind of just go through it. I know it's a podcast, so you can't see it. So if you want to look it up, it's we met in virtual reality and HBO is the people that are putting the documentary out. So I'm going to go ahead and just play it here for you. Making friends here is sometimes what saves people's lives or what gets them up out of bed in the morning. Teacher for Helping Hands, a sign language community here in VR chat. Hand rested under our elbow, and we're gonna go like this. Christmas. Slow, quick, quick, slow. If I had confidence that I could teach dance as a living in VR, I totally would do exactly that. With a long distance relationship, having VR is a game changer. We are 5,000 miles apart, but we're gonna try our best to make it work. This year has been really hard. The thing that has kept me sane has been VR and the VR community. I would not have weathered this without you guys. Three, two, one, happy new year! You can be who you've always wanted to be, and you can, in a way, start over. We can come together and support each other. This community means a lot to me, and I really want them to know that they're loved. It's been a year since I've seen Kevin's IRL body. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds funny. (laughs) So there you have it. Keep in mind, this entire movie was shot in the metaverse. So not a real person in the entire movie. Um, I think that the future sounds dystopian to me and uh, maybe a little scary. I think... One important thing to consider here is that you've heard of the you've heard of the term keyboard warriors, and uh, a lot of times what that means is is once you're behind a keyboard, you you maybe act a little different than you do in real life. You know, you can see the person's reactions, their face. You know, when you say something that you know they may deem as bad or whatever, and in the metaverse, you don't have that. And shockingly. Uh, reports of sexual assault are very high in the metaverse. Um, 
where your avatar is assaulting or says things to another avatar that you probably wouldn't say in real life. So I think we're a long ways away from having uh, VR or the metaverse be a polite way to communicate with people. I think that people will be extremely inappropriate in the metaverse. And uh, I think it's a, it's potential. The potential in the metaverse is, is, is bad. Uh, I think this is the (laughs) whole roundup I have here is uh, yeah. Don't trust the metaverse. All right. So the next one I have here is FCC is finding charter and LTE broadband more than $3 million for RDOF defaults. This is uh, fierce telecom is reporting this and uh, what's happening here is that the, um, the RDOF is the Rural Digital Opportunity Fund. And basically what it was was for building out broadband to underserved areas. And of course, me being from Iowa, I care about Iowa. And LTD Broadband, who is being fined $2.3 million, um, they asked for waivers for um, several thousand census blocks spanning a uh, number of additional states, including California, Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Minnesota, Missouri, North Dakota, Nebraska, Ohio, South Dakota, Texas, and Wisconsin. You know, the rural areas minus California. Uh, I guess there is a lot of rural in, in Northern California where the farming and stuff is, but it's 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 pretty crazy uh, that that they that they would pick almost all of the rural states and say, oh, you know, we want waivers for these states. What are they doing with the money that they got from the FCC? It's, it seems completely inappropriate. Charter um, is looking for waivers for Florida. Let's see. Yeah, census blocks in Florida for which it bid under the Bright House name. So, um, yeah, so the that means that Charter is actually part of Bright House or was Bright House. Uh, and then under the Bright House name, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, Missouri, Tennessee, Virginia, California, Indiana, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, and Texas. It's crazy. Basically, they get money from the FCC, and then they don't do what they say they're going to do. They deserve to be fined, and they deserve to be fined way more than this $3 million. It's it's crazy low, and uh, they, need to be, they need to be taken to task. As someone who lives in the rural areas that, you know, we don't have a lot of options for broadband, so having having them say, "Well, we're going to build out the broadband," and then and then not do it at all, and take the money, and then not do it at all, they 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 deserve to be fined ten million dollars each at least. So, I, I doubt there'll be more on that. And if they actually pay the fine, I'd be surprised too. I mean, they're still going to try to get the waivers, uh, and if the if approved, the fines go away because they have the waivers. So let's see what happens. All right, Microsoft is speeding up the Xbox boot times. This is ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. So the Xbox boot time is uh, four seconds faster. You heard that right. Four seconds faster. And how did they do it? You know, I thought when I first saw this, I thought, oh, I bet they figured out a way to like simultaneously start processes on the way up. This is what happened in Linux a few years ago, um, Gen 2 was doing it. I'm sure others were doing it too, but they started simultaneously starting processes that weren't dependent on each other. So maybe you could start SSH and Apache at the same time and 
since they were both dependent on the network service and that was all network came up first and then it was like start SSH Apache, you know, whatever else you have running that requires network access, but no other dependencies that fire them all at once, which would help the boot times. No, no, not Microsoft. Microsoft cut down the boot animation by four seconds. Now think about that. Do the people that play Xbox, I'm not a huge gamer. Uh, you'll notice that for most of the stories that I do, it's not about gaming. Um, because there's a lot of gaming in tech and it's just gaming never really interested me. Uh, I used to get the PC gamer and, uh, get the CD out. And the fun thing for me was, was to get the games working. But then after that, you know, it was sort of, I don't care anymore. I don't even want to play this shareware game, but they cut the animation down by four seconds. Why even have the animation at all? Do the guys playing the Xbox actually care that there's a cool boot up logo? With the animation? No, they don't care at all. What they want to do is they want to get in and play the games. Who cares about an animation? This is the this is this is the where we live now. An animation speeds up the Xbox by four seconds. So take that for what you will. Um, Netflix cuts Apple out of the middle. Now I was surprised. I thought that they did this already. Um, it's clever. I'll give them that. Uh, so right now, if you if Apple um, manages your payments you have to pay apple 30 percent of what you make in the app store pretty crazy that's a lot of that's a lot of cash you know on a on a dollar app apple makes 30 cents so what uh, netflix did was is when you're in the app if you click buy now or pay or whatever it'll take you to the safari web browser you enter your credit card information and then you press the done button or whatever. It'll take you back to the app and then you're all paid up. It's clever. You don't have to, from the beginning, Steve Jobs said, if you should be able to do it all through the browser. And so by doing things through the browser means Apple doesn't get a cut of the 30%. We'll see how Apple acts for this because I'm sure that Netflix is a huge portion of Apple's revenue. Um, but for, but plus one for Netflix. I'm I'm glad they did it, and I'm surprised that they uh, they pulled it off. I love old computers. I I have an Apple II, one of the originals that I started with. Uh, not I don't have that computer. I purchased one off of eBay, and I actually bought a network card to port too, a ten one hundred uh, network card, or maybe it was just a ten megabit network card. But anyways, um, I love old computers as long as they're the right price. Uh, Steve Jobs' original Apple computer prototype that was hand-soldered by Steve Wozniak in 1976 goes up to auction with an expected sale price of $500,000. I'm looking at the pictures here. It's a a nice-looking board, except for the fact that a quarter, let's say a third, a third of the board is missing, broke off. So literally, you're buying the first Apple computer that's broke. Now, this would have been the computer that he walked into the bite shop and uh, sold Paul Terrell a bunch of. It doesn't have a keyboard. It doesn't have a case. It doesn't have a monitor. Nothing. So, uh, and back in the day, I think that they were selling for around 40 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. The the board itself was a $40 board. Um and then you had to buy all the other accessories, which is kind of like Steve Jobs' upsell to Paul Terrell, saying, "Hey, sell them this forty-dollar board, but then also sell them the keyboards and everything else that they need." 
you know, you'll make more money that way. Anyways, I just, I think it's cool and it's a cool piece of history. It should be in a museum and maybe that's who's, who's been in the 500,000. I think the current bid is 200 and it's, it's over 200,000. Uh, and the auction ends on August 19th. So it'll be interesting to see how it, how it all comes out. And I hope that it ends up in a museum and I hope that it's like benefactor funds or something like that, that are, that are being used to, you know, save this piece of history and show it to everyone because it is a piece of history. I mean, Apple invented the personal home computer. I mean, they didn't invent the computer. They didn't even invent a computer that can go in your house, but they streamlined and thought the home computer and this is what it should be. All right. How much does it actually save to put your TV into energy save mode? Well, I can shortcut this one for you. It saves around a dollar a month. And with that dollar a month, you get worse picture quality. And, uh, but you save a dollar a month. Now, I don't know about everybody, all my listeners out there, but for me, when I sit down to watch TV, I don't mind having a little bit of quality in my picture because that's what I'm there for. I'm there for the entertainment. I'm there for to be able to see the picture, to be able to enjoy the TV, to be able to enjoy the program I'm watching. I don't spend hours at a time watching TV. Oh, and that's watching four hours of TV a day. I, I don't watch four hours of TV a day. So, you know, I for me, it, it'd be negligible. $1 a month for TV for better picture quality, I would pay that. So in my opinion, you know, do with it what you will, but saving a dollar a month on TV just probably isn't worth it for a crappier picture. But other than that, this has been the midweek tech roundup. I hope you're all having a good day out there and uh, we'll catch you the next time.